You're listening to the Ask Coach Parry podcast. If you'd like to join thousands of other runners from around the world who are getting direct access to Coach Parry, his science-backed training plans that work, and a community of runners to motivate you and hold you accountable, then head over to coachparry.com forward slash ask. Welcome back onto yet another edition of the Ask Coach Parry podcast. Uh, we've got Devlin Eden with us once again, and a great question from Mary. Uh, Dev, nice to see you. Mary's saying uh, her running has slowed significantly over the past few years, having uh, f- fallen firmly into menopause. Uh, she's looking to train and run a 50-kilometer trail run and still be able to cycle during the training. She likes uh, cycling. She is a solid cyclist. She she rides up to eight hours a week with a blend of, of gravel and road and mountain bike. How awesome is that? Any recommendations? For uh, on, on how she can get the balance right. Obviously, she's got some big goals with the running. Uh, I know you're a huge fan of cycling too. What advice have you got for Mary? Stop running and cycle. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> That's always going to be my fallback. No, Mary, so, so I'm definitely not saying that. Um, look, the the priority is going to be the running aspect, um, especially with a 50K or a 50-mile race coming up. So it's a, a big event. We need to be spending time on the legs. However, the cycling is a fantastic form of cross-training. So... What is key is to, one, make sure we get an idea of how Mary's recovering from her runs and especially the kind of volume she's putting in. Uh, And then maybe looking at cutting one of those runs out. So depending on how many times a week. So if she is running five times a week, we can cut that down to four runs a week. And if she's running four times a week, we can even cut that down to three runs a week because she's getting some decent volume in the cycling as well as a cross training. So I would cut out one of the easy rides or one of the easy runs in the week and throw the cycling in. At the end of the day, I'm still always going to want to know how well she's recovering. So whether it's from the cycling or from the running, typically she's probably going to recover a little bit quicker from the cycling than she would from the running. But we need to see, make sure that cycling, running, and hopefully some strength training in, we're not overloading. So firstly, let's start playing around with adding an extra cycle in in the week. Uh, that sounds like she's really keen on that. And we obviously don't want to get rid of that. I mean, as I mentioned, really good form of cross training. But I'm always going to just want to know how well are you recovering from those sessions. And if it means I need to cut back on the sli- cycling slightly just to get through this race, because this is going to be priority, from there we look at then restructuring thing to add more cycling in because of the passion for cycling. So it becomes where is the priority firstly, and then how can we cut back slightly on the running to allow to accommodate that in as well. Dev, on, on that too, how important is the pace you're doing your runs at? Obviously a 50-kilometer trail run, the intensity is way different to a 5 or a 10K race that you might be training for. Uh, that's also key. Obviously the recovery is important and making sure that you're running your easy and long runs, particularly easy enough and, and super easy. Yeah, 100%. And so, so you've touched on easy or super easy. So that's going to be key. Pace if you're on the right plan, the pace should be easy in your easy runs. However, when we start talking trail running, depending on the terrain, depending on the elevation or undulation of that route as well, the default always needs to be perceived effort. So if it means you need to slow those paces down slightly to still feel easy enough, that is absolutely vital. Those easy runs do then mean you are going to recover quicker. There's less eccentric loading on the legs, so you do recover a lot quicker before the next run. So 100%, your your pace or your intensity that you are running those runs at is absolutely vital. 
But just to add to that, when we're talking trail running specifically, and as I mentioned with terrains or undulations and technical routes especially, that is where the strength training becomes absolutely vital. In fact, you're probably going to get away with, or better, cutting out shortening some of the runs if you need to cutting out one of the cycles even but really focusing on the strength training just again till we get this race out the way then we can restructure things and add a lot more cycling in if we need to very great question and yeah keep us updated in the forums let us know how you're going uh, we look forward to following your progress dev as always great uh, great catching up and, and thanks for your time thanks brad Brad here again. Before I go, if you're peri or postmenopausal, then join sports scientist and head of the female athlete program here at coachparry.com, Shona Hendricks, in our upcoming Running Through Menopause Masterclass. If you'd like to recover from sessions quicker, not feel fatigued or tired all the time, run pain and injury free, improve your endurance, and of course, run faster to and through menopause, then head over to coachparry.com forward slash menopause or simply click on the link in your podcast player now.